Hello and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, founder of the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. How are you guys? I feel like I've been away for a long time. Um, let me start with my prayer because I got, yeah, this is going to be a good show. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, power. In the name of Jesus, now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up until this very second. Father, you said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. You said, if we seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added unto us. Father, I plan on giving out valuable information. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are. I plan on preventing as many evictions as possible in an equitable way. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, how are you? How are you? I feel like I've been away forever. But here's the deal. Um, I know you've been hearing the special edition episodes and that's because I am on day 58. I've been praying against evictions for 58 days. I pray live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn simultaneously. And so I want to say about seven days ago, I decided, you know, to expand the audience that will be able to hear these prayers and upload it and do the special edition um, episodes. But in the middle of everything, I forgot that I still got my one o'clock episode. Like seriously, Chandra. So that's why you didn't get that one o'clock episode last week. I really apologize. But guess what? I thank you guys. Oh my gosh. I thank you for your faithfulness, for just listening um, to the podcast. I mean, we are, man, we're rocking and rolling. You guys know, um, about three, four weeks ago, we went on to the iHeart radio platform and then we went on to the Amazon music platform. And so, and then then with Amazon music, we are also on audible, but then, you know, our uh, normal platforms are, um, anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Nami, Pocket Cast. I mean, just several sites. But outside of that, outside of the sites that we're distributing on, uh, distributing to on our own, I found the podcast on like seven other sites. So this is, and it's all because of you. It's all because of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to what the apartment lady has to say, okay? All right, so, as you know, uh, the evictions are happening. During my prayers, uh, praying against eviction, I think day 55 or, you know what? Mm -mm, Because we're on day 58. So, day 52, God told me to, you know, change these prayers and start strengthening the people because the resources are coming. And I spoke the words out like, okay, the eviction crisis is over. So yes, I'm speaking it. I'm speaking it into existence. The eviction crisis is over, but people are still getting evicted. We have to understand that. However, 
um, that COVID-19 eviction crisis um, will be no more. But then we still have that pre-pandemic eviction crisis. As a matter of fact, the pandemic just made the eviction crisis rise to the surface. But that's not what this is about. So what we did... You know, um, with the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we are a 501c3 organization. I've been doing eviction prevention, second chance rentals for what, eight years, since 2014. And then in 2016, we went national, and that was because of social media platforms, right? We went national. Honestly, Facebook, we started Apartment Housing Rentals. I started Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation on Facebook, and... Facebook just made it blow up. Honestly, Facebook was um, putting the apartment lady and and the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation at the top. If anybody searched apartments, Facebook would put me up in the search the first or second and then put the foundation the first or second. And that's what really put that foundation on the map, Okay. But um, I'm, I'm saying all this to say, our eviction prevention program, it was always about mediation. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic caused what was already a problem to double, obviously, and we needed other, other ways to, I want to say, mediate, um, mediate or rectify or remedy this eviction crisis. So, I mean, we're getting we're getting a whole bunch of wins in the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. We're even getting a whole bunch of second chance rentals, even though the market rent has risen as much as 100% in some states. And so, in the middle and in, in the beginning of these prayers, I want to say for the first 30 days, I was praying that the media would start talking about these evictions because there were so many people being evicted. And it was like, it was silent. Like nobody was talking about these families that are being put out. But then 30 days, 31 days later, um, I started, the media started picking up on these evictions. And so now when I do these prayers, I um, do an eviction story from a different state or whatever story that came out um, that morning because I do the prayers at 8 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. during um, weekends, on the weekends. So I would get that story and I would read these eviction stories from every state so my prayers were answered. Now that I'm claiming this eviction crisis to be over, it's really time for the renters to walk toward the solution. Um, out of all the stories that I read from all the states that I read, nobody had a solution. They were talking about the problem, but they were not talking about the solution. And so now I'm focusing on the solution since I was ahead of them. Um, as far as putting the problem out there, now I need to be ahead of them as far as putting the solution out there. Okay, so solution number one. 
They need to seal the COVID-19 eviction. So any eviction from 2020, 2021, and 2022, it needs to be sealed. Everybody know that once you get an eviction on your name, and I'm talking about pre-pandemic, once you get an eviction on your name, you're homeless for, you know, up to five years. I've seen, you know, seven to 10 years where people didn't have their own apartment in their own name um, because... When you get another, when you apply for an apartment, you have to do an application, and that application includes that tenant application includes a credit check, an eviction check, a background check, and a um, a rental history check. Okay, and those are the four main criteria that landlords look for when they want to rent to a person. Rightfully so, okay, because you want to know if a person has stable income. You want to know how the person pays their bills. And so um, the income check, that proves if a person has stable income or if they, you know, work a couple of months at a job and quit. Um, The credit check, that proves how a person pays their bills. The rental history, that proves if a person has been evicted or how they pay their rent. And then the background check, you need to know what's on the person's background. I wouldn't want to move into an apartment where the landlord don't know who's living next to me because if something happened, I need to know who's in that building, okay? So it's rightfully so, right? But during, you know, um, this pandemic where we had these eviction moratoriums, the landlords are not going to be biased, they are not going to, it, it, it's going to be impossible for them to be biased towards these COVID-19 evictions because, mind you, landlords didn't get paid. They're mad that they get paid. So much so that as soon as they get their, their property back, they raise the rent. Almost 100%. That's what we're seeing. Okay. So... One of the solutions is for the landlord, for the federal, state, and local government to seal these COVID-19 evictions because it's going to solve a problem for the landlords. It's going to solve a problem for the tenants. How about this? If those evictions are sealed, the tenants can get another apartment and then the landlords can get possession of their property. Look, the landlords aren't going to be biased towards, you know, these COVID-19 evictions. And so right now, that's the quick, fair solution outside of having millions of families homeless. And we don't have that many homeless shelters. We are not a third world country. I'm just saying. Okay. The next solution is for the government. You know, the government pay these landlords. However, there's ways that you can pay these landlords where it would make sense. I mean, come to the table with these landlords or come to the table and say, okay, we'll pay these landlords, you know, a certain percentage, 60%, 50%, 70%, whatever the number you think will be fair. But then any landlord that takes those arrearages, for the rent that they didn't get in 2020, 2021, and 2022, then they have to 
sign an agreement saying that they will not raise the rent for 12 months and they will not evict the tenant for 12 months. Now, don't get me wrong. Once those arrearages are, 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 are paid and the tenant go into this agreement, it's, the tenant will have to start paying the rent from day one. So that next month, the tenants, it's time for them to get a job and start paying the rent because they can't evict during those 12 months if you don't if you don't cover the rent. You don't owe anything. You're on solid, solid ground now. You're not in the hole. You need to get a job and start paying the rent. That's equitable. That is equitable. Because what's going on right now with these mm, inflations and rent, nobody can afford. I mean, the market rent had already outpriced minimum wage. It had already outpriced minimum wage. Cause, so who can afford, how can a minimum wage person that needs a two-bedroom, and, and, and mind you, they'll get a two-bedroom even if they have a family of four, but if the rent is $1,500, and you're making $2,500, you can't afford that because you still have to pay some type of utility. And if the rent is $2,500 and you're making $30,000, because in some states, the rent is $2,500, and and it has some states, it has risen as much as 25%. Even a median rent of $2,500 in those states a $30,000 income, a minimum wage income in that state, you can't afford, the tenants can't afford to live there, okay? So, homeless people don't work. I'm just letting y'all know. I don't know what y'all think it is. You would think to yourself, well, if they're being evicted, you would think that they would go and get a job, or if they're homeless, they would go and get two jobs. Who's going to go to work if they don't have anywhere to go to work from? I wouldn't want to be served or um, serviced at no establishment if the person that's serving me or servicing me is unkempt, dirty, smelly. Who's going to do that? Y'all got to understand, we're going to have to mediate this situation in order for us to get out of it. The next thing that I want to, the next solution um, that I want to cover is the tenants. It's time to get. It's time to go to work. Because honestly, when that when the eviction moratorium was over, whether you were one of the tenants who didn't pay rent just because it was the eviction moratorium, you had the money, or one of the people who just really didn't have the money, you just really didn't have the daycare, you didn't have the, your job was downsized. Then once that eviction moratorium was over, it was time for you to start back working. So what? It's time to get to work. It's time for you as a renter to get back to work. All right. Those are my solutions. (sighs) Lastly, but not least, um, tenants, go to www.theapartmentlady.org www.theapartmentlady.org and become a member of the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation because right now we're focusing on getting people back to work. 
Yes, we are doing the eviction prevention. Yes, we are doing the second chance rentals. But you know we work with working class renters. For eight years, we've always worked with working class renters. We've never had subsidies. That's why our program is so successful. Because we take our members and we help them. We give them the tools they need to become a successful renter, that's the only word I could think of, to become, you know, a successful or a self-sufficiency or a sustainable renter, right? That's what we've been doing for eight years. Okay, I'm out. This is my show. Thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, uh, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. And mind you, Listen to those special editions because I'm going to be praying until I'm not, okay? And every time I pray, I will upload that episode, that prayer, up um, to It's Time for Affordable Housing as a special edition show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you. Um, Follow us on whatever platform you're you're listening to. Follow us. Follow us. We're trying to get our weight up. It's very, very important. The things that we're talking about is very important for the landlord and the tenant and the government and the local officials and the state officials and the federal officials and any other organization that's helping with this problem. Thank you. Thank you.